It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Thursday, March 31st, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Last Pisscast of March. Oh, yeah. Then we're into April. And then, then we can start thinking about spring. Then we can really start talking about spring. Oh, my God. It's April Fool's Day tomorrow. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Thank you for the reminder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't believe anything you see, read, uh, do tomorrow. We were hopeful that April Fool's Day was almost dead, dead but we'll see. I feel like it's going to come back with a vengeance this year. <laughs> I feel like people are going to be like, you know what? It's a little better than last year. We're going to come back and make it tenfold as bad. People are in a bit of a silly mood. April and- Fool's Fool Day. <laughs> um, I want to give a shout out to my dad. He's So they were down in Phoenix for the winter with my mom and dad. And on the drive down, my mom doesn't really like highway driving especially in the mountains right she gets pretty nervous about that doesn't like winter driving doesn't like mountainous driving yeah and there are they do go through some pretty intense mountain passes on the way down there i think so she flew home and my dad is currently driving home and he just texted and said that he's been catching up on all of our podcasts he's on the i-15 in montana oh yeah so uh, i don't know if he'll be home by the time he hears this or not but shout out to my dad listen to the piss cast safe drive driving through the states yeah on today's show we're going to talk about the vatican museum and their collection of artifacts whether or not they belong to them Mm -hmm. Uh, red deer could be getting a gondola you heard that correctly a gondola red deer yeah some more little victories shauna found a commercial for air canada from the 80s which makes almost no sense today (laughs) we're going to talk about organic something that's organic that you didn't think could be organic they you're going to say we're talking about origami. I was like, we should talk about origami. It's been a long time since... Origami hour? I, where we spend a whole hour talking, talking about, about origami. <laughs> yes, please. We're bringing that tomorrow. Talking about <laughs> the people who were picked last in gym class. The worst country lyrics we've heard in quite some time. But first, you're out of context clip of the show. My Nitty Muggins is just the... Uh, <laughs> it is Nitty Muggins. <laughs> you can't get in there, okay? The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I'm a big condiment fan. I love all the sauces. I love bit, them. Ton of condiments. I'm a bit of bit of a sauce wench. Condiments. Mm. Mm, condiments. Yeah, there's a, a difference sauce there. Sauce wench. I am. I. You need to start a little shop in the mall called, called the, the Sauce, sauce wench. wench. I open. I, sh- <laughs> I totally should. I will tell that to people. I'll be like, if I'm ordering a meal, but can I get three sauces with that, please? Because I don't know which one I'm going to want the most. So give it all to me. Just sauce wench is here. Good okay. afternoon, the sauce wench. Yes. Hello. Shauna from Sauce Wench. <laughs> Would you like some of my sauces? That's a winning idea. Okay, Paul, thank you. Sure. Good. It's good to know. But it got me thinking about the best condiment. The the goat of condiments? The goat of condiments. Yesterday I was thinking about this. I was like, what would you say? And there is this is the problem. There are so many. Yeah, like, well, those are the best goat categories, I think, when there's lots to choose from. If you go to the grocery store these days, there's like four aisles of things just to put on your food. You're like, wow, we've got a lot of selection these days. So how do you even get to the bottom of this? And from all different cultures and yes. stuff. You know, I'm not a big condiment guy. Mm. So you're not a sauce wench, okay? I'm not. I probably won't have you're the loyalty in my card store, okay? at the sauce wench. Yeah, I'll turn you right back around. Maybe not the, uh, the best guy to ask. Okay. Well, um, let's start with the basics. Ketchup. I was thinking, would it be ketchup? Because that is something that I mean, a lot of people like to put on their food. And my question would be: Is ketchup universally loved around and the world? And that's the thing; it's not. Mm. When you think of, like it's a big North American thing, some parts of Europe, but a lot of places don't. They think it's disgusting because really it's a mix of vinegar, water, and sugar. That's all ketchup is. A lot and of people tomatoes. are like that is gross. Like why would you put that on your food? So maybe not that. I mean, then you go with the mustards and relishes, but again, that stuff is. 
I don't know a lot about condiments, but I'll tell you what, relish ain't the goat. Yeah. Okay, relish ain't winning. Well, of course, you don't like vegetables, so no. anything that has chunks of Pureed vegetables. vegetables? No, thank you. Mayo. It's a mayo big is one. so controversial, though, isn't it? Yeah. Some people are disgusted by mayo. It's true. It's true. But a lot of, I mean, that's what a lot of European cultures do put on their fries is is mayo. Well, which, I'd say they're wrong. Um, what about hot sauce? I was going to ask because I know you're a big hot sauce fan. Huge hot sauce fan. And there's but, tons. Like, I'm just saying generic because there's so many of them. But, like, hot sauce as a blanket term or which specific hot sauce? Because... I mean, sriracha is one of the big ones, right? right? Because it doesn't even advertise. You've talked about sriracha before and how they make tons of money and you don't even need those advertisements. I think just to take a step back and look at the bigger picture, we got to define condiment. Do you consider salt to be a condiment? And that's just it. When I thought about that deeper and I was like, if you consider salt the condiment, then that would be the winner. What about its more mysterious friend? Pepper. Nobody likes pepper. No one likes pepper. I mean, okay, sorry. Okay. That's that's a, that's a harsh. All right, people like it, but salt is definitely the bigger one. Let's go even one step above this. Is butter a condiment? Mm. Do you consider butter to be a condiment? Because I think yeah. if we're counting butter and salt, like they got to be in the conversation for gold. For that's true. And I would say salt above butter. Because, salt above butter. Yeah, just because butter is newer. I mean, salt is it's kind of one of the original, the OGs, I believe. Butter is newer? I salt? think people been churning butter for yeah, centuries, Sean, for but like, possibly millennia. I feel like salt has been, although no, yeah, okay, maybe butter's old. So would it be butter then? I mean, there is salted butter and unsalted butter. Mm-hmm. Does that change your opinion at all? No. This is tough to nail down. These are two heavyweights. These are heavyweights. This is what okay. Well, I mean, it's it's one or the other, I suppose. Sodium chloride and butter. I feel like is salt more easily accessible though. Butter is damn expensive. Sure is. Yeah, and if you're, I mean, salt is vegan, isn't it? Mm, yeah. And if you're a vegan, you wouldn't be eating butter. So maybe that's the tipping. Maybe that's where we get down to it. it. Okay. Well, is it salt? Figure this out. Salt the goat. The goat of condiments? Can I serve sauce, like salted sauce wench, though? Cause... <laughs> yeah, but you can have fancy kinds of sauce. Yeah. Or salts. Himalayan pink salts and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. V-N-S in 20 minutes or less. A couple of white girl sayings for you, Sean. Oh, perfect. White girl sayings. That you what? Can... These are from friends of the show. Uh, the first one, I'm not allowed to say who this is from. He wanted okay. to protect his identity. Um, but he was in a bathroom at a friend's house, and they had like... So it was live, laugh, love, but it was horse-themed. So it was live, love, ride. Oh, my God. Ooh. Ooh. Horse girls, Shauna. Horse girls. Horse girls. Dear Lord. Yeah, that's that's right up there. How many big floppy hats out of 10 does that one get? I'm going to give that one nine overnight oats recipes out of 10. Very okay? nice. Yeah. This one's from friend of the show, Jennifer. And it's, may I trust that sharing my truths with the world is the greatest gift I can offer? Oh, my God. Yeah. Now we're talking. Oh, wow. The, 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 the key in there for me is my truth. Yes. When people talk about their truth, I'm like, there is no your truth. No. Nope. There's the truth. Oh, man. There is the truth that is based in and reality. with the world. My truth. Your truth is your opinion or or potentially even a lie. Becker, There's gonna... no my truth. This is my, I'm speaking my truth right now. I'm speaking my truth. I'm... Well, are you speaking the truth or are you just saying what you think about something? Uh, then it's opinion. Then it's an opinion. It's not a truth. It's an opinion. It's an opi- 
And that's the greatest gift you can share with the world is your opinion. May I trust that sharing my opinions <laughs> with the world is the greatest gift I can offer? That, that that's I how it should it read. Yeah. And I say that as someone who shares a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. That's I'm go- the greatest gift I can offer to the world is my truth. Like I, that's how many true crime documentaries out of ten is that one? I'd say nine and a half. True crime dog. Like, that is yeah. almost, that is yeah. nine and a half. It's my birthday months out of 10. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, it's that magical time of season where all the cyclists are going outside for their first big rides and are realizing just how important padded shorts are. <laughs> Tender in the uh, tender in the loins there. Tender that... in the loins. Yep. Uh, it's funny because I've been using an indoor bike trainer over the winter, but my rides on that are, are a lot shorter because it's just not the same as being outside. So yesterday I went for a longer ride for the first time this season, and my undercarriage is screaming. Okay, <laughs> from that stupid bike seat, and we all remember this now. I actually decided though this year I'm actually I'm going to buy the padded shorts. Oh, are you? Yeah. Because the last year or two... You weren't able to toughen it up enough? Well, here's the thing, is I realized how dumb the reasoning for me not buying those padded shorts truly is, because it was just that. It was like, no, I, I don't need those shorts. Like, I'm I'm hard enough to not deal with that. You know what nobody wants is a hardened sin cave. <laughs> that is not... Like, why am I trying to brag about, oh, no, I can handle it. I can toughen up. Why Can't would you- feel a thing. No feeling in my cliff bungalow at all. No one <laughs> wants a gitch goblin that is leathery. Oh, like, what am I thinking? Like, who wants... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm tough, but have you have you seen my leather regions? Because yeah, those are tougher. The toughest my, love tunnel around. My ninny muggins is just the... Uh, <laughs> it is ninny muggins. <laughs> you can't get in there, okay? It's impenetrable. Chapped my south mouth. I do n- no tender tulip garden here. Nope. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. In the past on this show, we've made fun of some of the worst country music lyrics that we've come across. And There's quite a bit. There, especially Which, lately. Yeah. My buddy brought this song to my attention. Uh, you want to talk about bad lyrics. The song is called Rolex on a Redneck. And uh, the Rolex actually has the registered trademark sing- symbol on it, too. Just oh, perfect. To be sure. Good, yeah. It's by Brantley Gilbert featuring Jason Aldean. Yeah, okay. This is what... Uh, it's it's all about what you can buy if you work hard and make money. It can put a Rolex on a redneck. It can put some inches on your big black Chevy. It can put a Yeti on your back dick. Slap a long dick's camo on your brand new Camille. So if, wow. you're, if you're keeping track of the product placement so far, uh, we got Rolex, we got Chevy with a lift kit, uh, we got a Yeti cooler. You got to get the Yeti cooler in oh, there. Oh, of course, that's important. Uh, got a Benelli, the firearms company. Okay, let's keep going. That is, um, I mean, he's paid for probably the next five years of his tour uh, and everything else he wants just from all the product placement at once. It's really disappointing, too, because both of of those guys, Brantley Gilbert and Jason Aldean, have written excellent songs in the past, but I guess, like, the pull of what country music is today is just too strong. Wow. Um, This, like, mind-dumbingly, mind-numbingly dumb modern country. My buddy was, I was chatting with him, I was like, oh, that's bad. And he's like, yeah, he kind of compared it to where 
where a lot of like rock music was around 2010 or so when the bands were just like my darkest days and like rev theory and all that kind of stuff right just this like kind of meaningless music just like so commercialized so i mean yeah it's like people, do people like that song though. Do they, do they? Oh, like, probably. Yeah, I'm sure it'll do well. It checks a lot of the boxes. But everybody just dreams of having a, a Rolex. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah put just that on like, your neck. Rolex, the lift kit on your truck, oh Yeti cooler. Oh great. All the important things, right? All of the things you need. Yeah. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> it can put a Rolex on a An old friend from high school recently added me on Facebook, and uh, we went to middle school together as well. Mm -hmm. And he was the kid that I remember always getting picked last for teams in gym class. Okay, and uh, he is jacked now. He is friggin' jacked. And I looked at him, and I was so happy about that. And I was like, this is just phenomenal. Because he was not jacked back then. He was one of those kids that would also purposely forget gym clothes just because they didn't want to participate. And I was thinking, like, is that even allowed anymore? To letting pick teams like that? Letting kids pick their own teams. Because when I think about some of the more scarring things that potentially could happen in school, I feel like being picked last continually would be up there. Yeah, and to be like one of the perennial last picks. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not somebody about protecting, you know, snowflake culture and, and winner. <laughs> we shouldn't have winners and losers, but that is one of the things that I'm like, man, if, if you were that kid, you'd probably want that to end like you probably would be like can we not do this anymore like just do randomized teams instead that kind of thing yeah this is a tough one for me because i was often the kid picking the teams Mm. so yeah um that's what i mean like instead you know of doing it that way would you just maybe just toss in your gloves you know and then randomize the teams instead I mean, that's not a bad way to do it, but... Unless, I mean, if you're that kid who was picked last quite often, then you turn out to be jacked like him. Like, Yeah, maybe he took that energy and channeled it into... Into his into muscles. getting really in shape, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so maybe... So. It, I don't know. That would actually be an interesting... I, I oh, Where are they now? I want to know. If where you're are the, all the kids who were picked last in gym class? Yeah, what are you up to now? Yeah. I can think of... I went to school with a couple guys, and... They were just kind of like goofy dudes yeah. and did the same thing, like went and got really jacked. But it was like, it wasn't, it was your personality that was the issue, right? It wasn't Fair. your lack of muscles. You're the same yes. goofy dude. You're just way bigger now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. way bigger and way more cocky You worked it. on so, the wrong thing, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but in this instance, yeah, I mean, that's Yeah, he was a super nice kid, guy right? and just, yeah. I'm, I, there are also the people who, like, they're the the weed smokers who would just purposely not want to get picked. And then that's different, right? Cause they're just sitting there like, I don't want to be part of gym class. I'm yeah. Like, okay, okay. Well that's a little different, but it is interesting when you look around the people you went to school with, I find that a lot of them aren't doing real well, mm. you know? Yeah. I mean, lots are, I do yeah, find it are. fascinating. Like I would love to have a high school reading and we just don't do that with our high school. Uh, because it was probably rough and they don't want to get all those people back together. Uh, but I'd be curious. I just want to be a risk of fights again. Or no one would show up because they're all in jail. One of the two. <laughs> but I lo- I'm always curious to know what people are up to now. Yeah. 
Although it is depressing if it's not good, right? I wonder if that was part of it. If that guy like took, you know, took the embarrassment of being picked last and used it to motivate himself, and I was now he's say, in better shape than anybody. I should reach so. out, but I also don't want to uncover those old wounds. Remember when you were always picked last in gym class? He's like, yeah, thank you. I've yeah. really worked through that with my therapist. I'm going to go to therapy again for today. bringing that up. Yeah. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Apparently, Ryan Reynolds' new movie is it Project or the Adam Project? Yes. Uh, deals with that, I guess. Deals with that topic about someone who is kind of undersized and used that as motivation to. It's the same thing happened with Captain America, Steve Rogers, right? He's too small to join the military. That's true. So he subjected himself to a military experiment and then became a super soldier. I mean, I said, yeah. We did hear from a few people who who were picked last in gym class and where they're at now. Um, Dwight said, "Pick last in gym class." I'm a senior lead engineer, which is chief engineer. I don't say that to sound smart, as I'm pretty confident I'm not in the top half for intelligent engineers. It involves making decisions when others aren't comfortable and resolving conflict. That's awesome. Yeah, and he said he thinks that may have made him more aggressive, which he says is a fault at times. Mm. He's like, but there was more to it than being picked last. He said, throw in being uncool and smart and the little guy. He's like, I didn't have glasses, though. <laughs> yeah, because I was asking him, I said, like, do you think that that, you know, helped give you feel to succeed being picked last? And that was his response to that, so... I mean, being aggressive is, is definitely good, but um, yeah, interesting. Then we also heard from someone who said that they like have kind of avoided sports over the years because because they were always picked last. Right. So they quit as soon as it was optional and never played sports again. I'm trying to pick up some now in 30, but I'm so bad. I'm so bad at it. And we're like, well, the, I mean, the nice thing about adult rec sports is that it's not really competitive. You yeah, and that's what I said. I was like, I because that's what I did with baseball. I never played baseball growing up. It was one thing that, like, we hardly even played in gym class, which is weird. Like, mm -hmm. for some reason, baseball just was kind of missed. And uh, I still picked it up, yeah, like, late 20s. Is the first, But we joined a, you know, beer league team, a slow-pitch team, and uh, I suck at it, but I get, I'm get i slowly getting better. The problem is, of course, playing once or once every couple weeks doesn't really help you improve while but having beers and stuff it's so much fun <laughs> to be social and just be out there and that's like the calgary sport and social club has that in the name because that's really what it's about it's just about getting together with people and having right. some fun so and getting a bit active and i mean yeah. in our 30s nobody's nobody's going to make a, a run at this right no so. and at least because he never played sports he probably doesn't have a bum knee Whereas hey. everyone else is injured and permanently screwed up for it, whereas he has fresh legs, I bet. So he's probably even better. I I, I took this to be from a from a from a female. Oh, I'm or wrong she. about that. But Whichever they didn't say, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty, that is pretty funny. Spot the kid who's picked last in gym class because they quit sports and don't have a bum knee now. Yeah, they're is, walking just fine, whereas the rest of us are all limping around and stiff. So you know, when I was young, my mom my mom one time suggested she's like, why don't you pick one of the kids that never gets picked first first and i did and the kid was upset about it then it looks like pity well yeah i don't I, I never really i never i didn't pry deeper but i was like huh interesting um maybe middle of the pack middle of the pack just middle not pack. last just, yeah yeah just like That's toss them in the back in. yeah VNS in 20 minutes or less. mckenna bought this organic honey and i had to do a double take because i was like isn't the only ingredient in honey honey yeah that doesn't make a like what's being added to the honey See, I find they're they're just putting organic on everything now. <laughs> like I don't know what the rules are, but I think it's pretty loose when it comes to what you call organic oh, and so. not. Just like oh, people like seeing organic the front, and then you can charge four times as much. That's right. So. Put organic on it, put it in a fancy yeah. bottle, and then you mm -hmm. can charge way more. Like honey doesn't spoil, so it nope. doesn't need preservatives. 
the bees aren't adding anything to it. They're, they don't even know what's going on. Nope. They just know to protect the queen and make honey. Yeah. Some honeys, I guess, are pasteurized to kill off yeasts in okay. the honey. But, but other than that, like honey is one of those things that nature has pretty much perfected. Yep. Like it's pretty, it's good the way it is. Hmm. Right. I, so I had to look this up. I was like, what is the difference? Is there an argument to be made between organic and non-organic honey? And? Uh, and they said organic honey claims to be produced from the quote pollen of organically grown plants without pesticides or miticides to treat the bees. Okay. So I guess there are some chemicals used in beekeeping sometimes to control mites. Right. So if you wanted organic honey, then your beehive wouldn't have been sprayed for mites. All right. Okay. So there. But so the... I also don't see how you can ensure that. The bees are only eating from organic plants. Yeah, you'd because, have to have one of those like very limited bee areas. Where yeah, you because own, yeah. Well, I looked it up. I was like, how far does a bee range? Up to twelve kilometers. Not normally, but they they bees can fly quite a ways from the hive. So they hive could be to touching go. all kinds of flowers. Yeah, like you can't mm-hmm. control in a twelve kilometer radius. What? What's going on the plants out there? Maybe they can. can Maybe the that's how they measure it. But yeah, that seems very far fetched. Hmm. You have like these giant domes yes. where it's only organic plants and there's no pesticides and the bees can't leave the domes and then you're getting your organic honey. The certified what? organic people going, okay, within 12K, there's no flowers with pesticides. We're good. This is a good spot. This is great. That explanation isn't nearly as funny as I thought like the bees were jacked up on steroids. Oh, that's way That better. was a funny. These, Giganto <laughs> these huge bees. Bee. Bees can get Buzz. big to begin with. And then you see, yeah, Jesus. Buzz. That's, that's exactly it. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Throwback to this Air Canada commercial that I saw yesterday from 1982. 1982. Okay. Yeah. And that was in the heydays of... Of flying when it was actually a lot nicer than it is now. Uh, but the commercial is hilarious because it shows the plane taxiing into the gate and then it shows that nobody's getting off. And then all you hear is this laughter and everybody's having a great time in there. And the bottom line is that you're having so much fun on the plane that you don't want to leave. But I've got a little just really quick clip so you have an idea here. So it starts here with the laughter. Air Canada's good old Canadian hospitality makes flights so good. You won't want to get off. And the whole thing is just... Oh, man, the contrast. Oh, my God. The contrast. Now people, like, fight to get off. You you heard the, like, the clinking of the glasses. There's, like, (laughs) balloons floating, and it looks like this really great time. And I'm like, oh, my, is that not the opposite? I actually get claustrophobic now in planes, which I don't have claustrophobia. In those things, though, I'm like, get me off. Oh, my God, get me off. People stand in the aisle waiting to get off, and it's like someone tries to go ahead of them. There might be a physical there's altercation. A like for sure. Like, <laughs> it couldn't be further from that. It could, everybody purposely holds back and doesn't want to get up. They're like, we're we're boarding now. And everyone's like, mm. well, that's a, mm-hmm. the, that's always weird to me when mm-hmm. like there's priority boarding and stuff. And I'm like, I don't want to be the first one on the plane. Well, if you're in a rare place where there's a first class or something, and that's different because then they'll sit down and they'll like give you a drink and you can relax and then you let all the other people get through. And when else gets on, you can yeah, hit them. You can. <laughs> yeah. Even that, though, is, is hard to find. You don't really see that very often. So My dad and I were just talking about this, how like air travel used to be 
used to be an event, right? Yep. People would wear their best clothes. They'd yes. wear their glad rags to fly. And yeah. they'd, get, they'd serve you a, a full meal. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, shut up and eat your pretzels. Yep. Oh, yeah. If you even get on. pretzels. I was really excited the other day because they started offering back those free cookies as well. Because oh, yeah. for a while it was just straight pretzel. They're just like, no pretzel or nothing now. And then now they just offered back one of those tiny little cookies too. Would you like the powdery cookie or the pretzel? All right. Like, oh, yeah. That's living. Not quite what this Air Canada commercial sounds just- like. but. <laughs> And then yeah. back here, the clinking. Yeah, that's what my last oh flight my sounded God. like. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Little Victories. Oh, we got Little Victories. Oh, beautiful. Little, little victories. victories. Little Victories. Explain why we do this. Uh, just uh, talking about some positive things that are going on in the news to kind of counteract with the heavier stuff. You know? Yeah. Uh, sometimes you just want the little things. Okay, first, the provincial relief from the gas tax goes into effect tomorrow. Yes, it does. So we should, we should see gas prices come down by 10 cents per liter. So the, the tax is actually 13 cents per liter, but I think the carbon tax also goes up tomorrow, so the savings should be right. about 10. This, uh, this is really the littlest of victories here. I've, I mean, I felt up yesterday. What an you? idiot. And I knew I this too. too. I did too. Idiot. Idiot anyway. Um, okay. And I know there's some skepticism. The gas stations won't actually yeah. pass these savings on to us, right? That they're just going to raise the price to to cover the difference. Some but people are worried about that, yeah. We'll be watching. Yeah. We'll be watching because, I mean, if the price doesn't go up in other provinces, but it goes up here. They've also that argued that uh, there's enough competition here that perhaps it's not going to happen because they're saying, well, if one of the gas stations lowers the price then, then the others are going to have to follow. Mm. So hopefully well, that, yeah, keeps it up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, secondly, mm. here's another little victory for you. Little victories. Little victories. Victories. Um, that company, Unity Technologies, yeah. has opened an office here in Calgary. There was a story about it, uh, I think, in the Herald yesterday, if you didn't see this. but So they build a, a video game engine, and it's been used in games like Pokemon Go and Call of Duty Mobile. Which is pretty um, sweet. And they've leased a big space in Brookfield Place downtown. And I think this office currently employs 60 people it's going to be over 100 eventually uh but there is the possibility to to expand and they're a, like they're a big company they got 5000 yeah. employees they have a 45% share of their market wow uh and the fact that they see Calgary as a good place to do business that's a little victory it's, it's what you want it's a little victory it's a little victory, victory. BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast did you see that red deer might be getting a gondola well, I saw a bit about this. Yeah, I saw some of our friends at our sister station in Red Deer talking about this. So it's it looks like it might happen. It's a private company who's interested in providing a gondola for Red So gondolas, from what I know, like normally they bring skiers up mountains to get up there or they're for very scenic, beautiful places. Now, I don't. Nothing against Red Deer, but what exactly are we set to see in this? Like, you need some is elevation, it, don't you? Is it going to be a tour of Gasoline Alley? Because that's really all I can think of. Like, what are you going to display? What could you buy? Maybe it's one of those, like, gondola boats. No. Nope. It goes down the Red Deer no, River. No it's, no, it's an actual cable car it's gondola. It's a cable car gondola that, like, okay. I can, I mean, <laughs> one of the big... Biggest attractions to Red Deer is is gasoline. I can just envision, like oh, and this is the the second shell on Gasoline Alley. <laughs> Look at this. There are two, shell. not one, but two shell gas stations here. Isn't that unbelievable? <laughs> You'll recall earlier in the ride we saw this the first one, shell. A slight scent less in gas though. Yeah, where so, does it like where does it go from and to? <laughs> 
This is what take the gondola to see Red Deer from the other side. I mean, I'm sure there's an explanation, and there's probably something that's slightly better than Gasoline Alley, but um, that's all I can envision. Like it's there's not even like is there a big river valley? I guess you could go over the river. The Red Deer River. So there you go. I imagine that's where it would have to be. Yeah, just probably won't be Gasoline Alley. We are on this side of the river now. We're on the other side of this. Look at this. It's different over here. The air smells. I'm sorry. I'd almost prefer That's... Gasoline Alley, actually. <laughs> Just show me how they get the donut mill, ga- all the gas. There's the donut mill. There's, we can check out all RV? the gas prices. Oh. Let's see which one's the cheapest. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Yesterday, we were talking a bit about this indigenous delegation that's visiting the Vatican right now to speak mm-hmm. with the Pope. Yes. Um, we mentioned it in the news again this morning. But I guess this delegation got a tour of the Vatican museums. Yeah. And in the Vatican museums are a bunch of these indigenous artifacts, these items that somehow made their way there. I mean, the Vatican says many of them were gifts, but for a lot of the items, it isn't entirely clear how they came to be in the Vatican's possession. Yeah. And, you know, this here's the headline from the Globe and Mail yesterday about this tour they were given. Delegates view indigenous artifacts at Vatican with mix of awe and anger. It's a really, the whole concept of that is very strange to me. Yeah. This is a wild story because they're like very weird. They said some of the stuff like has never really been seen before. Like they, they said the majority of it was still hidden away. They're like there was mm-hmm. only like twelve artifacts on display, and the rest were still hidden away, and they wouldn't let them see it. And they had to bring it out, just to, like they had to bring it out of storage yeah. for this delegation to see it. It's like we got a bunch of your stuff here. Very you want to see it? Yeah. Like, well, we kind of like it back. This is the history of your stuff and the yeah. stuff that we have of your. Like they said, there's it's this. It's on display for you. There's this big seal skin kayak that that they have specifically that was mentioned in this article, and they said that like there's only six known in existence or something, and one is hidden in the Vatican museums. People are saying now, like, well, shouldn't that probably be returned to yeah. the people it originally belonged to? Yes. And I would say yes. I would say please. Um, yeah. One of my favorite comedians, James Acaster, has a pretty funny bit about this. Uh, not relating to this incident, but about uh, about like the British, British, British imperialism and all the stuff they collected right. when the British was dominating the world. And I'll play you a good chunk of this clip here. Uh, it's a bit long, so just settle in, relax, but I think it's super funny. Set sail and we robbed, and this will sound far-fetched, a long time ago... But not long enough ago, and it's not still very relevant. <laughs> Everyone in Britain got in a big old boat, and we set sail, and we robbed, and this will sound far-fetched, everyone in the world. <laughs> Do you remember that? What a spree that was. Do you remember the great heist? What a spree. And we got all the swag, didn't we? And we took it back to old Blighty, and we hid it, this is the clever part, we hid it in a museum. <laughs> now it's the modern day, and all the countries who stole stuff from are asking for their stuff back. Uh, don't get worried. We're totally saying the blanket, no. <laughs> but even you got to admit, right? If someone stole something off you as an individual, it's your favourite thing, and they nicked it, and you knew who had nicked it, by the way. For a fact. Not a hunch. You know who's stolen it. Everybody knows. It's common knowledge. Some people have written books about it. They've definitely nicked it off you. <laughs> you go to ask for it back, and they're just standing there. They're not even running away. They're twice your size. They ain't scared. They haven't even bothered to hide it. They've done the opposite of hiding it, actually. They put it in a glass display case. <laughs> it's there from seven different angles, real clear what it is. There's no dispute it's the same thing that once belonged to you, because there's a plaque next to it. <laughs> it says exactly what it is at the top of the plaque, and then a paragraph underneath about how important it is to you and your culture. <laughs> 
You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.